Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I got this article sent to me by a whole bunch of people, including B. Peter. And he has a last name. So I'm not sure if B is the first initial. Uh, Peter's a middle name. Don't know. Don't know. But Fox59.com ran the story. Uh, and this happened in Indiana, apparently. A Google Street View car leads Indiana police on a 100-mile-per-hour chase and crashed into a creek. Now, <laughs> Google Street View, of course, is if you go to Google and look at their mapping function, you can find a map and you can look things up on a map. And then if you want to, you can switch the mode to where it shows a satellite photo as opposed to uh, the drawing of the map. And then if you zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, eventually you can zoom into street level, street view, and you can see what it would look like if you're in a car driving by that location. And, of course, they got that by they send these cars out that have got these funky cameras on the roof that take 360-degree imagery as they go down the street. And I've seen these cars in traffic on more than one occasion. I saw one about two months ago on uh, 696 uh, near Detroit. And uh, I don't know if it was actually filming at that moment in time or not, but I, I, I've seen it. I remember seeing them elsewhere in traffic. And then you can go online and look at things. And sometimes the pictures will be kind of old because a car hasn't gone by there lately shooting new Street View images. But sometimes they get updated by sending the car out. So Matt Christie wrote this for Fox 59. Google Maps Street View could soon feature breakneck snapshots of an in-progress police pursuit. <laughs> After a Florida man who claimed to work for the mapping tech giant led Middletown police officers on a high-speed chase, all while a 360-degree camera was mounted to the roof of the car. The man is currently being held in the Henry County Jail, where he faces one count of resisting law enforcement with a vehicle, which is a level 6 felony. Now, if you go onto YouTube and type in police chases, you can just go down a rabbit hole that's endlessly entertaining. But you'll see that there are some places where apparently just running from the cops is like just a popular pastime. Uh, there's some states where there's a lot of footage of that. I'm not going to name them, but <laughs> they're down south. And then the question is, what do you get charged with? So they can charge you with all kinds of different things, and it can be fleeing and eluding. And here it's resisting law enforcement with a vehicle. And so they're basically saying, look, we tried to pull you over, you didn't pull over. So whatever they call it, it's basically the same thing. According to the Middletown Police Department, a Google Maps Street View car was clocked driving past a high school at speeds in excess of 100 miles per hour on Monday evening. So the car is going by at 100. The cops kind of got to pull out and do something about that one. The posted speed limit there is 55, but 40 when the school zone lights are flashing. Uh, so don't know if those lights were flashing at that time or not. The officer said the Google car was passing several other vehicles while traveling westbound at a high rate of speed. As the vehicle passed the officer, the officer noted the 360-degree cameras mounted to a tall antenna atop the roof. The officer gave chase and ended up catching up to the man in the 8500 block of West US 36. Police said the man was still driving at speeds well over 100 miles per hour while he passed several other vehicles and continued to refuse to pull over. Officer chased him into Madison County, where the driver slowed down before running a red light at State Road 109 and US 36. Police said the man turned the Google car south just east of Pendleton due to a bridge being out. He then reportedly lost control of the Google car 
and drove through a yard before crashing into a creek and becoming stuck. After being taken into custody, the man told police that he worked for Google and was scared to stop. Now, the interesting thing about that statement is, though, they didn't pull out and, and start following him for no reason. They say he blew by them at 100 miles an hour. And so the question is, okay, you're scared to stop, but why were you doing 100 in the first place? And the second question I have, and, and this is the, the trickier part, when Google hires someone to drive one of these cars, you think they'd give them a list of instructions. Say, here's what you do. Here's where we want you to go. Here's how we want you to drive. And there's probably all kinds of things they want them to do. Like, you, you know, you, you come to an intersection like this, and you do this, and you go into a neighborhood, make sure you go all the way down to here, and blah, blah. There's probably all kinds of instructions. I suspect there'd be instructions about how fast you can drive. Presumably, one, for picture purposes, but number two, for legal purposes. Because if Google owns the car, and I'm assuming they do for the sake of this discussion, they're the ones who are on the hook for bad things that are done with that car. Now, it's true that if this guy who's driving it does something crazy, he can get a ticket, he can go to jail, whatever. But liability-wise, if this car, for instance, runs a red light and slams into somebody else, guess who's getting sued? So they got to have a stack of rules and say, here's what we need you to do. I also am going to take a, a wild guess here, and I'm going way out on a limb here. I've got no evidence of this, but I'm willing to bet you that among all the equipment on that car is something that records how it's being driven. I, I, don't, know why I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I would think that Google, the largest gatherer of data on the face of this planet, or if not the largest, one of the largest, I just have a sneaky feeling that they would not find it difficult to gather and track data involving their own cars. And so while they've got this car driving around with a camera on top that's recording constantly, I'm making this image because this, this sign right here, because the camera is in essence shooting 360 degrees, okay? While they've got this camera recording imagery, it's also recording where it's located, right? Because that's the imagery is going to get tied to the map. They have to be tracking how fast these cars are being driven, along with where they're being driven and so on. So I would suspect that as part of your training or the instruction manual they give you or whatever, how they direct you to do your job if you're going to drive a Google Street View car, they're going to let you know, here's what we want you to do with the car. And, you know, obviously that thing's recording everything. So we know what this car does. So while you're in the car, don't do anything stupid and uh, don't break any laws. I mean, you, it, it, really? Do you, <laughs> is there a possibility that Google didn't say that? <laughs> so the story starts out that the car, the Google car, blew past the high school at speeds in excess of 100 miles per hour. And so that's when the police got involved. So the question then becomes, why was he driving that fast to begin with? And seriously, you're driving a Google Street View car, which is recording everything, and you're driving that fast. It does seem a little odd, but then again, these people are in the news because they do crazy things. <laughs> so B, Peter, thanks for sending that. Fox59.com. Matt Christie wrote that Google Street View car leads Indiana police on a 100-mile-per-hour chase and crashed into a creek. 
And I'll admit, the first time I saw the headline, I assumed it was a driverless autonomous car. And it wasn't. It was, it was, it was being human piloted and wound up in the creek. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. We never really grow up. We only learn how to act in public.